back before, about the time Sandy and I got married, I'm not sure if we were married yet or not when this happened, but back in our younger days, um, we had a friend who wanted to teach me how to shoot. And he took me out to his, to his, his um, girlfriend's family's farm and set some cans up and he'd shoot and he'd knock them over and I'd shoot and I'd shoot and I'd shoot and never knock, never hit a can. Never once did I hit a can. So he looked at me and he said, see that barn behind these cans? Can you hit that? And I shot. And I shot. So literally your preacher can't hit the broad side of a barn. Not too, too long ago. A member of your church asked us to come out and he was going to teach and he was going to show us shoot and let the kids shoot. And he never even let me have a gun. I don't know why Rogers never invited us back to shoot, but. <laughs> Our sermon text this morning comes from the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. Where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above and not on things of the earth. Let us pray. Most gracious and loving God, I thank you, God, that we have a target to reach, that we have a goal to set, and you have told us what that goal is. Help us, God, now to open our hearts and our minds and our ears to receive the word that you would have for us. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. I don't know a lot about shooting. In fact, I know nothing at all. I was blessed this weekend, uh, uh, this past week. My son brought me um, Sandy's dad's pistol that he that he bought when he was um, uh, he he was a guard with with the uh, Texas prison system, and he bought it when he when he first applied for for work there so he could go out and practice his his shooting, and I, and I had that and. He said, do you want the shells to go, the bullets that go with it? <laughs> I said, well, yeah. And, you know, I can't shoot anything. I can't hit anything if I don't have the bullets that go with it. And he just kind of laughed. He did give me some bullets to go with it. But um, don't worry, they're not together in any way, shape, or form. Um, but, but I was blessed to have that because I do want to learn to shoot. I want to be able to, to um, um, just go out target practice and have fun with it. I didn't. I, when we went skeet shooting here at the, you know, with the church a couple of years ago, I was able to to shoot some of that skeet. I, mean, I, I was doing it, or somebody was doing it for me, and I just didn't realize it. But I was able to to shoot some of that skeet. One thing I do know is that when you when you're getting ready to shoot something, you have to get a get a uh, you have to set your sights. Now that sight may be the little thing, the little metal thing on the tip of the gun, or the barrel. That may be your sight, or you may you may have a, a uh, what do you call that? Uh, a scope, yeah. That you can see, I don't know anything about it. That, I, that, that you look through and you set your sights. If you set your sights too low, you don't hit the broad side of a barn. You don't. If you set your sights too high, you don't hit the broad side of a barn. But what the scriptures are telling us today, that we've got to set our sights, and our sights have to be set on Jesus Christ. Because when we set our sights on Jesus Christ, we will hit it every time. We will hit it every time that we go out and target practice. We're going to hit Jesus Christ. We're going to find him. We're going to know him. We're going to go to him. We're going to be able to, to make that contact with Jesus that we need to make. 
when we set our sights on Jesus and we, love, and we, don't, we ignore all the things that are around us, you know, when you're going out to shoot, you don't be looking at somebody over here when you're going to shoot and say, what? Because what do you do? I know you go with where you're looking. It's the same thing with, 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 with Christians. When we are looking away from Jesus Christ, we're going to go the way that we are looking. We're going to go that way. We're going to fall. We're going to stumble. We're going to, we're going to hit face flat on our, on, our, on our face if we don't look to Jesus. If we don't look to Jesus. The scriptures tell us, set your sights on Christ. Set your sights on Christ. And when you do, you're going to hit him every time. One of the things that, that you get discouraged with sometimes, and you know, I, I'm not very patient. I don't like to do a lot of practicing. And, um, you know, I could, I could be as good as Cody if I practiced. And, and I could sing as good as David if I could practice. And, and I could teach as good as Kim if I would practice. And the scriptures tell us, how to reach our goal. They tell us how to reach our goal, but we have to be grounded in those scriptures. Now, when we had our revival, our field of revival at the gym, when we had our field of revival, we had, we had everybody that came to that revival got a card that had the Romans Road to Salvation on the back of it that had all the scriptures from Romans that you needed to lead someone to Christ. But you know what? You don't have to have the Romans Road to Salvation written out on a card in order to lead somebody to Christ because God has given each one of us blessings and it's those blessings as we share what God is doing for us it helps others to see, I want some of what they have. I want some of that. It's important to them. Look what God is doing for them. I want some of that. Now, we do need to be grounded in Scripture. That's the most important thing of all. The scripture and prayer, if we can't get grounded in those, then we're just out... We're not setting our targets, very, our, our sights very straight. We're just not wandering around if we, if we can't be grounded in our scriptures and in our prayer. But we've got to also know that we've got to be able to just take that step out and not be afraid to fail. I would rather fail at half the things that I do than to fail at nothing because I don't try. I'd rather fail at half the things I do than to fail at nothing because I don't try. And I feel the same way about the church. We've got to try. This is a new year, a new beginning, 2018. It's a new time to go out and to set our sights on Jesus Christ and to go out and focus on Jesus Christ and see what God brings into us as we focus on Him. Not to build the church, but to build the kingdom. Not to build the church, but to build the kingdom. It's not about First United Methodist Church. It is about building the kingdom of God and souls that are lost coming to Jesus Christ. And how do they find him? Not one soul has ever been saved because they, because they saw hate in somebody. Souls are saved because they see the love of Jesus in others and they want some of that love. They want that love. They want that peace. They want that compassion. They want that understanding. They want to know that they can be forgiven for what they've done in their life. For what they are doing in their life. We don't do that by passing judgment. We do that by loving them. By loving them right where they are and picking them up and picking them up and picking them up time after time after time and saying, come on, let me walk with you. Let me hold your hand. Let me carry you because that's what God does for us. Every day God carries us or he holds our hands. We may think that we're the most holy 
people that ever walked in Eastland, Texas. But I tell you, if it wasn't for God carrying you and holding your hand and picking you up, you would be falling flat on your face every single day. Just like those that don't know him. Got to be grounded in the word. We've got to be grounded in prayer. We've got to let, ask God to show us and to lead us. How are you going to show us and lead us if we don't know what he's trying to tell us? How are we going to know when God is saying, okay, this is what I want you to do, Daryl. This is what I want you to do. I want you to go and speak to this one. I want you to do this one. I want you to give to this one. I, whatever it is it may be. How do we know that if we're not focusing on Jesus Christ? How do we know what God wants us to do? But when we have him in our sights, when we have Jesus in our sights and we're looking to him and he is our only focus for 2018, I can guarantee you that changes will be made to First United Methodist Church. Changes will be made to each one of your lives and the lives of your families, lives of my family, if we will just focus on him and let all the world say what they want to say. Let them say what they want to say. I can tell you right now, that that's, that's a, one of the biggest problems I have is being afraid of what the world's going to say. Being afraid of what the world's going to say about me or about my family or about the church or about whatever it may be. Whatever, anything that I'm involved in, I don't want anybody to say anything bad about it. But you know what? When we're striving for Christ and we're working for Christ, the devil's going to try to come against us. He's going to bring things against us. He's going to bring up past. He's going to bring up, bring up to today. He's going to bring up yesterday. He's going to bring up all the things where we were not in perfection with Christ. He's going to bring, the devil's going to bring those up and say, look, you're not good enough. But my Jesus died because I am good enough. And he died because you are good enough. You're good enough to receive the blessings that he has for you. You're good enough to receive the, the grace that he has for you. You're good enough to, to receive his son that he had for you that he gave to you. We are good enough. We are good enough. And in 2018, we have to realize that because we are going to see a change in Eastland, Texas like never before. The revival, the ministers getting together and loving each other and not being in competition, that's not just by circumstance. That is because God has ordained us to be together. God ordained that revival, and God is going to ordain the Spirit, the Holy Spirit to move to this community as never before. And we are going to be that leader in that, in that movement. We're going to be the leader in, in, in the, 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 the church being given to the people, and the people brought into the church, not to the building, but to the church of God. It is going to be the United Methodist Church, I strongly believe, that is going to bring revival to our land and revival to our community and revival within our hearts and our families. And we're going to see lives change. But 2018 is going to be the year that we focus on Christ. And if Christ would not do it, it wouldn't make Christ happy, then we're not going to do it either. I'm up here not because I'm any better than anybody in here. And I'm up here not because I'm any worse than anybody in here either. 
But I'm here because God called me to do his work. And I raised my hand and I sang that song, Here I am, Lord. Here I am. Use me. Do whatever you want with me. And then I took it back. I took it back because I was afraid that if I used what God had given to me, that people would look at me like I was a freak. And that is what we do as a church. We say, here I am, God, use me. Here I am, use me. Do whatever you need to with me, God, use me. But, but wait, 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 wait. I'm not sure we should do that. That's not Methodist. Or I'm not sure we should do that. That's too Baptist. But what God is wanting to tell us is that we need to be in alignment with Jesus Christ, have our sights set on Him, and it doesn't matter what the people of the world think, if we focus on God, everything else is going to finally fall into place and we're going to see victory in our community. I look at Facebook all the time and I see in, the, in Stockdale, the community that I grew up in, where I graduated from high school, it's, it's a sad, sad little town. Sad little town. 1,500 people now. I was 1,100 when I, when I graduated. But 1,500 people now, they do not have any kind of law enforcement except for the local sheriff, uh, the county sheriff. And drugs and burglaries are just rampant right now in that town. Sad, sad, sad little town. You know what I do? I thank God I'm in Eastland, Texas. Now, let me tell you, there's burglaries, there's drugs. You can get them anywhere you want to go. If you're not careful with what you got, you're not going to have it because somebody's going to take it. But I can tell you one thing. When we as a church stand firm on the beliefs in Jesus Christ, we stand firm that he is going to bring victory to our town, and we stand firm that we are going to be the light that lights the candle, that lights the light and lights the spark, and we're going to see that fire burning and glowing bright as ever, that we're going to see Eastland, Texas change, and it's going to be one of the greatest communities in this state. Why? Because we are willing to raise our hand and say, here I am. Here I am as a church. Here I am as a people. Here I am as Christians. I want to follow the will of God. I want to ignore what people are saying about us unless they're, they're saying, look what God is doing in that place. And I want to move forward. I want to move forward. I want to see that target. I want to have Roger invite me back out and say, see that target, hit it. And Roger's done that for me before, spiritually. See that target, hit it. Do we have a target? Do we have a goal? Do we have a vision? Do I have a vision? I have a vision for this church. I have a vision for this church in 2018 that instead of seeing all these empty pews, we're going to see them filled. You know why? Not because they want to come hear a lousy message or a mediocre message or a wonderful message. Not because they want to come hear a wonderful choir sing. Not because they want to come and hear Cody play. But because they want to come and be a part of the love of Jesus Christ that's being shared throughout that community. This community, our faith community.
God has called us. God has called us to set our focus on Him, to concentrate on Him and nothing else. It doesn't mean that when we're focused on Christ that everything's always going to be rosy and wonderful and perfect and, and that we're never going to have ice storms and we're never going to have these things. But what it does mean is that God will take us through all of those things. He will hold our hands and He'll pick us up and carry us when He needs to. And I'm talking really fast. So I can start all over and I'll talk slower now. Verse 14. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. If you love me, you can't talk bad about me. If you love each other, you can't talk bad about each other. If I love you, I can't talk bad about you. Bind yourselves, clothe yourselves in love that binds all things together. Paul liked sports. When Paul wrote this, he, he associated a lot of things with sports. And he knew that the ligaments of the body was what held the body together. It's what helped the, the bones to move with the ligaments of the body. And I'm, you'll talk to me about this later. I know I'm not a doctor. But it's, the, it's the, that binding, that binding the ligaments is the word that was used by Paul when he wrote the letter. Church, we have to be. We have to be because God has called us and God has set forth for us to be that love, that, that love that is the ligament, the, the thing, the most important thing that can hold us together, can hold this body, can hold this community together. No matter what happens around us, regardless of the outpouring of love that we may or may not feel in our community, we can see and know that we will bind together, that we will hold each other together, that we will love each other, that we will be that strong point within the body of Christ, not just in, 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 the, in the Methodist church, but in the body of Christ in our community that will hold everything together. It is our job and our duty, and God has placed us here in this season to do just exactly that. And I don't know about you guys, but I am so excited about 2018. I'm so excited about 2018. David sent me a text. He said, Happy New Year. I can't see. I can't wait to see. This is paraphrasing. I can't wait to see what God is going to do through us in ministry at First United Methodist Church. Through us in ministry at First United Methodist Church. Heads are going to turn. Jaws are going to drop and people are going to say, I cannot believe the fire that is burning at First United Methodist Church. Let's go back to the old slogan of the Methodist. Let's catch the spirit. 